WVOW Local News, now. A lawsuit was filed over the deadly helicopter crash in Logan County this past summer. I'm Aaron Stone. All six people aboard the 1962 Bell Model HU-1B Huey helicopter died in the crash shortly after takeoff from Logan County Airport back on June 22nd. Brian Bledsoe, son of one of the victims, Marvin Bledsoe, filed a negligence lawsuit against multiple people and businesses. The lawsuit filed Friday named Marpad Aviation, American Electric Power, and the City of Logan Mayor Serafino Noletti as defendants, amongst other individuals and businesses in the lawsuit. Lawsuit alleges the 60-year-old chopper hit unmarked power lines, causing a crash. The National Transportation Safety Board's preliminary report found the helicopter crashed into the rock face approximately 200 yards from the two cut power cables. The final report on the crash has not been released. WVOW Logan. Are you or a loved one suffering from a chronic wound that won't heal? The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional Medical Center is here to help you. Our team of compassionate health care providers will develop a personalized care plan tailored to your individual needs. We use advanced healing techniques such as hyperbaric oxygen therapy to help you heal quickly. Call us to learn more. The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional. Healing chronic wounds so you can get back to doing the things you love. An arrest was made last week in connection with an arson that took place earlier this month in the city of Logan. The city of Logan Fire Department and emergency responders were busy with multiple structure fires on a steep dry hill with high winds back on Friday, November 4th. According to Fire Chief Scott Beckett, the fire was a clear case of arson. You know, Lorraine Street's one of those streets where the terrain is so steep it's tough anyway, but uh... You know, the city's in the middle of a, a, a large demolition project to get these, uh, you know, these vacant and abandoned uh, houses that the property owners have left. So that's one of those areas that we're, we're working toward. And uh, we had uh, one of the regulars actually set it on fire and uh, burn himself up pretty bad and uh, had to be flown out. 57-year-old George Staten was arrested last week following treatments for burns he suffered from that fire. He was charged with first-degree arson and jailed at the Western Regional Jail in Barbersville. Lorraine Street is located on the hill above Pine Street, and according to Beckett, the steep hillside was only one facet of the problematic call. The, the, what complicated the whole issue is coupled terrain with dry conditions, high wind, the vicinity, how close the exposures were, so we end up having about four or five structures on fire at one time. Beckett said the suspect is a known recidivist in the community. The gentleman who started the fire, he's one that we've dealt with a bunch of times before, large, you know, he has a, he has a criminal record. Uh, and it's just one of those situations where these people, they, they just don't have any regard for anybody, public safety or, or anybody. No firefighters were injured during the fire. Cabell County Magistrate Court set bond at $20,000 cash only. Staten was in Cabell County being treated for the burns after he was flown out from the fire. He remains at the Western Regional Jail in Cabell County. Well, a little rain might have canceled the annual Veterans Day parade through downtown Logan, but it wasn't enough to stifle the celebration of those who have served their country. On Friday, a ceremonial groundbreaking was conducted on the corner of Hudgens and Hutchinson Street for the new Logan Wood Apartments coming very soon to downtown Logan. It's a 33-unit apartment building with an emphasis on veteran housing. The more than $7 million housing project is expected to be completed 
completed over the next 16 months. Logan Housing Authority Chairman Roger Rainey said the Logan Wood Project reminds him of a quote he read inscribed on a plaque at the first Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation dinner at Chief Logan State Park. Carved in wood. On it says, you will be remembered of the tracks that you leave. Logan County Commission, City of Logan, you're leaving one heck of a track for our future generations. Juan Graham, president of AU Associates Incorporated, the real estate developer heading up the project and was the company behind the Logan Landing Senior Housing on the east end of Logan, said the hurdles for the site have been many to get it ready to turn dirt. We have looked for Indian remains. We have done environmental clearances. We have done hillside stabilization. This is a pretty complicated site. But I know the will behind building here was very strong. Mr. Graham said the site should begin to see activity in the coming weeks and the project setting in the swing around the Christmas holiday. Graham said he was most happy about the groundbreaking taking place on Veterans Day. These units are dedicated to um, a very special needs population, which is an awesome day to do something like this on Veterans Day to honor those who've served our country by um, doing a groundbreaking on the project that will hopefully house many of them in the very near future. A Domingo County man was arrested on Saturday. According to the Mingo County Sheriff's Department, Roger L. Anderson of Mate One was arrested by K-9 Deputy B.T. Sipple and Corporal Lindero for grand larceny and conspiracy to commit grand larceny. Anderson also had an outstanding warrant for fleeing on foot. Today marks the anniversary of worst sports tragedy in the nation's history and a day that lives forever in the Marshall University community. On November 14, 1970, Southern Airways Flight 932, carrying 75 Thundering Herd coaches, teammates, staff, supporters, and flight crew members, crashed into a hillside as it approached Tri-State Airport, killing everyone on board. Today, Vince Corelli shared how the crash made an impact on his life during the annual Memorial Fountain Ceremony on Marshall's campus, Corelli's father, the offensive line coach, Albert Corelli Jr., was one of those who died in the crash. Mr. Corelli talked about having a birthday close to the day of the tragedy, his mother Marty's book, Halftime, and how the university continues to honor those lost that day. I am totally inspired by how this university instills in its culture and its students, the honor in which you grab onto the fact that the 75 and this tragedy didn't define the school. And you just carry it on with such honor. Marshall won its 75 game on Saturday against Appalachian State. The 75 game is played annually in honor of the 75 souls lost aboard the flight. Final score from Saturday, 28-21, Marshall over Appalachian State. WVU also won its game over Oklahoma, 23-20 this past weekend. And all three of Logan County's high schools were in the first round of the high school football tournament playoffs, but now they are all out. Logan was defeated by number one Winfield in Class AA action, 43-0. Chapmanville was put out of the tournament by number seven Fairmont. 42 to 20 in class single A Wheeling Central number five defeated Man 41 to seven Van although with a undefeated season 
was put out of the playoffs by Doddridge County, 43-0. But in Class AA, number 4 Scott defeated East Fairmont, 35-31. They move on to this weekend. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Local. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 meteorologist Brian Hughes with your forecast across the Coalfields. 47 and mostly sunny skies today. Tonight, 34 as the clouds start to move in. And then for your Tuesday, rain showers with a high of 44. And then mostly cloudy Wednesday and 39. For 13 News, I'm Brian Hughes. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.